As an engineering leader, you know firsthand that achieving work-life balance can be hard. Many business owners struggle with the balance between their personal lives and their work. This leads to stress and a feeling of regret. But that's not the case for the listeners of the Engineer Your Success podcast with Dr. James Bryant. This podcast provides tools, tips, and techniques to help you achieve success both in business and in life. Tune in. Let's engineer your success today. I want to welcome you to the Engineer Your Success podcast. My name is Dr. James Bryant, your host for this podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about mental fitness, and I have a special guest, Holly Reed. Holly Reed and I met during the certification process of becoming a business made simple coach. And so I met with Holly a few times, had great discussions. I think you're really going to enjoy her conversation. And so Holly is a mental fitness business coach, and she pulls on a lot of her lessons from being an athlete in training for the marathon in the Olympics. So she's actually running now. She's training for the Olympic trials. You'll listen in the episodes how last year she trained and she ran over, I want to say something like 2,900 miles in training last year. But here's the thing. She takes all of that, you know, what she's learned through pushing through, during the training, constantly running, constantly improving, and she transforms that to help business owners and people improve their businesses and their lives. I think you're going to get a lot of value out of this episode. But before we get there, I want to give you a personal invitation to the upcoming Engineer Your Success on Ramp. It's scheduled for January the 24th from 6 p.m. to 7 p.m. So are you a person that is constantly feeling or worrying about the feeling like you're a fraud, whether it's at work or at home? Do you have feelings of self-doubt and this constant thought of that, I am not good enough? And those thoughts are ruining your experience of success and happiness. If that sounds like you, you may be dealing with imposter syndrome. So people may think that engineers or people with a science technology and engineering background don't suffer from these types of thoughts. Well, here's a little secret. And I say this often on the podcast. So listen in. Engineers are people too. That's right. You heard me. Engineers are people too. So if people are dealing with imposter syndromes, deep engineers are dealing with that as well. So I invite you to join me for the next Engineer Your Success on ramp, 6 p.m. Eastern on January the 24th. We're going to talk about overcoming imposter syndrome. You do not have to deal with this alone. You can join this session to get strategies that will help you succeed. So sign up now. I know you're going to enjoy this episode. I look forward to seeing you on January the 24th. Thanks. I want to welcome you to the Engineer Your Success podcast. I am your host, Dr. James Bryant. As we come into... 2023, you know, really it's about resetting our focus, thinking through how we're able to overcome challenges. And I haven't done many interviews lately, but I thought it would really be key to have a good friend and fellow coach come and talk to this audience. So today you're in for a special treat. We have Holly Reed. Holly, how are you doing? 
Hi, I'm doing well, James. I'm excited to finally be here with you today. Yes, Holly and I have been playing tag for some time to get this episode together. But as all things, the timing really works out with the topic that we're going to talk about today, just with the time of year and what people are, have been thinking through. So Holly, you know, please tell the podcast audience a little bit about yourself. Yeah, so I am a business coach certified through Business Made Simple. Um, so I help people do the practical side of business. But what I've also really fallen in love with is the mental side of business and the mental fitness, mental toughness, because I'm an athlete, I'm a runner. And so many things that I learn out on a run or in a race um, or through years of training I have been able to take and apply to business and help other people get a, like, a different perspective on uh, mental fitness in business and how much those same strategies are needed in business. So mental fitness in business, uh, before we dig into that a little bit, you said that, oh, you're a runner. Um, <laughs> how is your running coming? If I'm not mistaken, you're working towards qualifying for the Olympics or something like that? The Olympic trials and the marathon. Yes. It's one of my goals. I've been chasing it for, I think this will be year eight. I've been chasing it. Um, I had a couple of kids in that amount of time too. So, you know, that always <laughs> makes it a little crazy. Um, but yeah, I'm trying to, they made the standard really hard this time. Um, I've basically ran the standard for 2020, but haven't uh, hit it yet for 2024 because they dropped it eight minutes. But I was like, I love a challenge. Let's see what we can do. So yeah, it's really fun uh, just enjoying the journey of it. Oh, that that is absolutely cool. You know, many of us can say that we're runners, but many of but we're not, you know, trying to compete at the Olympic level. <laughs> so when Holly talks about mental fitness and being able to apply this to business and continuing to push through to improve your performance, I just wanted to give some context to the type of training and the type of mental fitness that you're talking about. So, you know, when you think about applying that level of grit and tenacity to business, what comes to mind for you? Yeah, I mean, I think that um, sport is such like a microcosm of life, right? And uh, there's a lot of lessons that can be carried over. So when I think about business, it's very much this idea of you're going to come up against challenges. You have goals in business. You should, at least if you don't, like we need to talk, but <laughs> you should have goals in business. Yeah. And, you know, as you're going and moving through the year, you have, you know, maybe a big revenue goal or whatever at, by the end of the year. And you have to break that down into steps to actually hit that. Right. But then mm -hmm. challenges come up. Um, your top VP leaves or, you know, like different just different things. The economy presents its own challenges. You know, COVID was a huge challenge and people who could um, adjust, embrace that reality and adjust to it, succeeded. New businesses popped up. Uh, people did better than they ever had before. And then some businesses completely died and it's, you have to, and then maybe they started new ones, right? So you have to be able to adjust to the times um, and the challenges that come at you in business and uh, work around that. And I think that's where mental fitness comes in because either you have the skills to do that and you've learned those or you're about to learn <laughs> that either you need to get them um, or you learn you learn to get them through those challenges as well. Yeah, I would imagine that 
that really sets the stage for how you pivot, adapt, and yeah. adjust to a, to the climate, whether you're talking yeah. about dealing and leading virtual teams or hybrid teams, yes. you know, whether you're talking about having the uh, mental agility and fitness to deal with, um, you know, the current workforce that we have and yeah. the great resignation or quiet <laughs> right. quitting or however yeah. else, you know, uh, we want to kind of coin what's happening in the job market right now. Yeah. And I think you have to, my favorite thing about mental fitness and one of the concepts that I have really embraced and, and try to get my clients to embrace is the idea of embracing reality. And when I say that to people, sometimes they're like, oh, so you're a realist and like um, you don't have big goals or and I'm like, no, 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 that's not true. I have the biggest goals like I go, you know, and try and run a time I've never ran in practice in a marathon yeah. over and over and over. Right. And um, I have big audacious goals. But if I don't embrace reality at the beginning of a training cycle or whatever, I won't know how to navigate around the challenges coming my way uh, if I don't take into account the environment that I'm working in, right? And same with business, it's like, okay, we had a two-year crazy COVID thing, right? We have, um, you know, remote workforces, We, you know, all the things you already mentioned, if you don't embrace that and you try to ignore it, you're not going to be able to actually navigate around it to hit your big goal. So that's yeah. why I try to explain to people embracing reality actually helps you hit the big goal versus yeah. if you were to deny it or ignore it or wish it wasn't happening. Yeah, it sets the foundation for where you actually are. Yeah. You know, you can cast the vision of the goal of where you want to go. Yeah. But as I'm understanding your concept of embracing reality, you're really looking at the ground truth yeah. of your situation. You're not necessarily being negative and no. not being... You're not intentionally not trying to be positive, but you are saying this is the ground truth as I see it right now. Yeah. This is and where we start. Exactly. And it's a starting point and going, okay, so this is where it's taking inventory. This is what we've been handed. This is the situation we're in. Now let's create a plan to use these circumstances to get us to where we need to go. Yeah. I take clients through a similar process. I call it a mirror moments yeah. where you see yourself for who you are, not who you project to be. Yeah. Particularly when you're there for that ground truth moment. There are other times when you want to look in the mirror and see yourself for who you're really projecting to be or who you visualize yourself to be. But there's a certain moment where you do have to take that step back and say, okay, who am I as a company? Who are we? What have we been doing? Um, you know, we, we have aspirations to be at X, but really yeah. we've been performing at, at, at a S. And so yeah. why are we doing that? Well, I think it is important to have both sides, right? You, If you don't have a big goal and all you do is go, well, this is my reality, I'm stuck here. That's not the mindset we're talking about. The mindset is, okay, I, I want to get over there. Like I'm trying to get, you know, to the Olympic trials for me, right? Yep. That is a really fast time. What What are the little things I need to do to get there? Okay, I need to get stronger. So I need to, you know, get a, um, a strength training plan that I haven't really done that. Okay, so that's a factor that I can bring in that's going to cause new adaptations that I haven't used before, right? I need to make sure I'm getting eight hours of sleep. I need to make sure I'm eating enough every day, drinking enough fluids. Like it's going, that goal is so hard that I need to embrace reality. I haven't been doing some of these things. Now I need to start doing. Them. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think that's great. And so as you've been working with clients, are there some uh, 
consistent themes or things that have continued to come up in multiple cases? Yeah. One of the things that gets really challenging in business is whenever you're trying to do something new or even um, stay consistent in something that you've been doing that you know works, there's what I call, and a lot of people call it the messy middle, right? Where it's like you either get bored or you plateau. This happens in fitness all the time, right? You plateau, right? Your body's adapted to a certain level. And and people do that in business. They kind of plateau or they're like, man, it's just a grind. It's that moment you know you're in the grind. And it's in that crucial moment that, that the shiny object syndrome happens. <laughs> there's something new coming down the pipeline. There's a new book. There's a new course. There's a new whatever. Like, I need to go do that because you're bored with where you're at right now because you've either plateaued or it's just the grind part of the process. And what I've had to work with people on is creating a bit of tunnel vision for them mm-hmm. because in our world today with so much social media, so many different podcasts, so many different ideas out there that is just like, I mean, it's free range, right? It's just, it can, and it, this happened with myself, like it just can be overwhelming. And so I teach them like, hey, you actually kind of need to put those blinders on, right? Mm-hmm. And go, this is the task at hand and I need to finish it. Like so many people are good at starting things and some people are even good at getting to 95%, but that last 5% of anything is so hard for some people. I'm one of those. My husband is one of them. It's so funny. Like we joke about it now, like, oh, it's 95% done, (laughs) you know, and that 5% push is really difficult. But if you can finish it, you feel so much better and then you can move on to the next thing. But I think in business, people go, I just need to move on. Nope, this isn't working. I need to move on. And yes, you want to learn how to fail fast and fail forward. But if it's something that is challenging, just because it's hard doesn't mean it's bad. Yes. And I think people think that, oh, if it doesn't work immediately, it's not worth it. But the truth is, that if there's, and I know a lot of people say this, but until people take this to heart, we're going to keep saying it is consistency is key and that you have to keep showing up every day, getting your reps in. If it's sales calls, get doing them every day, whether you like it or not. I don't always like getting up and doing the same exercises every day, but what happens over time is I get really strong. Yeah. I get really fit. Right. And it's the same with your mind. It's the same with your business, the more that you do these practical things of just showing up and getting the work done, rolling up your sleeves and doing it. I mean, it's really not rocket science, but it creates a big difference and you're training your mind to get through the messy middle. Yeah, I love the whole thought of getting through the messy middle, how you are not what you think, you're not what you say, but you really are your habits, the things you do every day. Yeah. And how those things absolutely uh, tend to determine how we show up and who we are and who we become. Yeah. You know, one of the questions as we're talking is what are some tips that you would have in terms of mental fitness practices? Yeah. So there's a lot of what we call woo woo stuff out there, right? That people swear by and works for them. You know, there's all sorts of different strategies. So you got to find out what works for you. I would say first, right? Because If the woo stuff is what you like, do it, right? Because you're going to do what you like most of the time. But if you're like really practical stuff. I take it that you're not the woo woo person. I am at some points, but then I have to bring it back to practical. 
Like I'll get woo woo with my goals. Like I I'll go way out there. Right. Like I'll just be like, I can totally do that. And if I believe in myself and I, you know, but yes, but you, you can believe in yourself all day long, but if you don't get up and go for that run, yes. it doesn't matter. Right. Yes. So you have to bring the practical side. I think the two have to come together. Right. Yeah. Because I believe so highly in how you think, how you talk, how you believe in yourself absolutely does affect your success. But without the practical tips, you're just, you know, out there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you have, you have to actually follow through and do it. So yeah, you have to put from, legs to it. From Holly Ree's perspective, <laughs> give us some practical yes. mental fitness tips that our yes. audience can take and begin to implement to get that mental strength and agility. Yeah. So I think one of the keys is learning about it. Right. And I just said, don't read a whole bunch of new books. But what I do is I will listen to audiobooks that I really love. A lot of them are uh, sports minded, but uh, Matt Fitzgerald has a lot of really good books like How Bad Do You Want It? There's one, The Comeback Quotient, that he wrote that I'm currently listening to for like the fifth time. Mm-hmm. And this one is, he uses sports, but he talks a lot about mental fitness strategies. Um, you know, David Goggins also has lots of good stuff. But I think the practical part of it is going, okay, I need to actually create habits in my life, right? If you've read Atomic Habits, I actually haven't read that book, disclaimer, but my husband has, and he's like, yeah, this is how you think. But I use like an app called Habit Share, and it's super simple. I was just telling James about it earlier, and I wrote down, okay, what are the reps that I need to do, the practical things I need to do every day to stay healthy or, you know? So breaking that down, first starting with, if you don't know anything about mental fitness, educate yourself on it you know, find some books, listen to that, do it while you're doing something else. So you're not adding more time. If you don't have more time in your day. Then the second thing I would say is start taking the strategies of consistently showing up every day. So figure out what those things are that you need to do every day. And one of the things, uh, actually it was in David Goggins's new book, Never Finished, that I really liked that he said was do something you don't want to do every day. And to me, that is a great start of mental fitness journey and callousing your mind a bit and helping yourself work through something that's difficult, right? Because the task may not be difficult, right? You but still may not want to do it. And if you don't the, want to do it, yeah. Yeah, that mental battle in your mind. Yes. It feels like massive when the task at hand might be like brush your teeth twice a day, you know, or yes. whatever. Like, yeah. You track know, your so- food, track your nutrition. Track your, track your food. <laughs> track your food. And you're like, oh, I don't want to do that. It feels hard. You're on your phone all day long. How hard is it actually? <laughs> right? Yeah. So so something like that, like find something um, that you don't love to do, but that would actually help you, that would bring some sort of benefit to your life, but that you've kind of been putting off. Maybe that is going to the gym for 30 minutes, you know, or going on that walk at lunchtime at work or whatever. Pick one thing and do it every day. Hi, this is James, and I want to give you a personal invitation to come to the next Success or Ramp. These are small group complimentary monthly meetings to help you win at work and at home. Are you interested in setting and achieving goals, in building habits that stick, becoming a more powerful communicator? Listen, you do not have to do this alone. Register for the next success on ramp today and join other like-minded people who are on the road to achieve success both in business and in life. Use the link in the show notes to grab your spot today. 
So you're intentionally kind of getting stronger by pushing through that discomfort zone. Yeah. And here you're, you're saying your this mind. is uncomfortable and you're yeah. challenging yourself little by little. And as you are being consistent, you're really building up your ability to push through those things that are hard. Yeah. And if, if it becomes not hard, keep doing it and add something else, right? Like, but it's, it's just this constant little practice of like, can I do something that's hard? Um, the next thing I would say is when a challenge comes your way, which I mean, might happen on a daily basis, might happen on a monthly basis, whatever, take some time and don't react, right? Give yourself like 24 hours, you know, maybe if it's in business, you don't have that long, but give yourself time, whether it's go for a walk, bring the anxiety down, right? Do a breathing exercise if that helps you, you know, like take a 15 minute nap on the couch in your office if that helps you. Mm -hmm. Do something that kind of lowers the temperature in your, in the room and in your body and, you know, and just go calms you down and then look at it and go, okay, this is my reality. Yep. Now, how can I look at this in a positive light to not just overcome this challenge, but to use this challenge to my benefit? Because mm-hmm. I think there's a difference there where some people are like, I just need to overcome this, get through it, whatever, and they can grit it out. But I think when you can really master mental fitness and uh, and I think you start to look at it and go, how do I use this challenge to my benefit? Yeah. How do you use the challenge to get better? Yeah. Um, which is totally different because if you are just working to overcome the challenge, you may miss the lessons Absolutely. you need for the next challenge or even the bigger challenge that may be coming down the road. So I think that's great advice. So, so far it's get educated. Yeah. Understand a little bit more about mental fitness. Then it's choose one to choose to do one thing hard every day, every single day. You're continuing to push yourself beyond your comfort zone, Mm -hmm. your discomfort zone to kind of grow your ability to absolutely do that. Yeah. Yeah, and then um, and then not embracing reality and using those challenges to your benefit. And I'd say the the last thing, and we haven't talked about this yet, is um, really sorry. I'm gonna cough. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> um, did you edit that out? Um, yeah. <laughs> the last thing I would say is to not only embrace reality but also reframe success and failure. Okay. I think I think this is a tool um, that people could use literally on a daily basis because we get so hard on ourselves for failing. Yes. For we worry about what people think about us. I mean, I don't care who you are. You at some level are programmed to care what people think about you. That's how you survive, right? Um, but how much does that actually affect you? And how do you, again, use it to your advantage or overcome that? Because success and failure, we look at and go, if I fail at this, what do people think? Well, if you actually take a minute and write that down, is anyone going to not like you because you messed up? Like, (laughs) reality is no. Like, people, your family, your friends, people that really care about you are not going to be that affected by it. They're still going to love you. And right, if you're thinking at work, oh, my boss is going to be disappointed, like, they, or you turn that reframe the failure and use it as a learning opportunity that would probably impress your boss and your peers yep. 
go, hey, this is what I did. Here's the lessons I learned from it. Where they don't have to teach you that, you already figured it out. And you can ask them and go, is there anything that I missed that you saw that I, I could do better next time? So um, when you're setting goals or you're doing things, you're like, oh, I didn't hit my revenue goal for this quarter or whatever. It's like, okay, we're going to reframe. Was that a failure or what reality happened in this quarter? How can we use that going into next quarter? Learn from that and uh, you know, reframe what success looked like in this quarter because yeah. go ahead. No, I'll say, and in that case, I know for myself, I, I think it's really important to be able to to keep track of your inputs as well as your outcomes. Yes. And so when you're looking at that that outcome, I didn't hit my goal for the quarter. Okay, what were the inputs? Yeah. Was I consistently doing what I thought was going to be needed for me to be able to achieve that goal? Yeah. If you if it's yes, okay, great. Now this gives me more data to know that I need to tweak my inputs yeah. in order to get the output that I want. Well, and that's like my whole last year, I was actually sick quite a bit last year. And I was like, I never made it to the start line of a marathon, even though I ran like 2,900 miles last year and trained for three of them. I never made it Ooh. to the start line. However, I'm like- Wait a minute, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> How many miles did you run last year? I wanna, I, I wanna make sure that I heard that correctly. Okay, technically 2,890. <laughs> 20. 800, 2,890 miles. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was a lot. Wow. But I never made it to the Starland Marathon. So I was like, okay, how do I? So I had to embrace my reality in December and go, man, that was not fun. Um, I didn't hit any of my goals because I didn't make it to the start line. <laughs> so going into this year, I'm like, okay, what's my reality? Okay, I have a really finicky immune system. So what are the things I need to do? to help that even more. And I've been on this health journey for a while, but I'm like, okay, let's go back to the basics. Am I sleeping enough? Am I eating enough? Am I drinking enough? Right? So I think in business, we forget about the basics and we try and go do fancy stuff and we forget, oh, I just actually need to do those five sales calls every day if I want to hit my sales goals. Yes. Right? Instead of doing this new fancy thing or rewriting this email 10 times, like just send the email, you know, like just doing the basic things and... And that can help you when you look at, hey, did I miss my goal? Did I hit my goal? That doesn't define success and failure if you can learn from it. Yes, that that is absolutely correct. And I agree with you 100%. So, okay, Holly, you, you've talked and you've mentioned a few things yeah. here, but you said that in the midst of you training and, um, you know, looking to qualify for the Olympics that you had a few kids along the way. Can you tell us a little bit about your family? Oh, yeah. I had two kids, two boys, Titus and Miles. They're six and three. Um, so, yeah, they are cute little blondies and crazy. And, yeah, they keep me on my toes. I mean, I have to run just so I can stay fit enough to keep up with them. That's the reality. <laughs> like, that's why I have to train so much. No, they're really fun. Hey, this is James, and I'm here to help you win at work and at home. Let's connect. You can use the link in the show notes to schedule a complimentary session. And we're going to walk through the steps that it's going to take for you to start thriving so you can engineer your success and live the life that you love. Come on, sign up today. That is cool. So if people want to get in contact with you to find out more about mental fitness and just, you know, they've heard something, you've shared something with them today, they're like, I really want to 
kind of connect with Holly? What's the best place for people to connect? Yeah, I would say on LinkedIn, um, just Holly Reed, R-E-A-D, like read a book. I know there's a lot of ways to spell read, apparently. <laughs> um, but just think read a book. Um, and and my name, Holly, is spelled like the tree. So super simple. Not a lot of complications there either. Okay. Um, but yeah, just connect with me on LinkedIn. Shoot me a message. Um, and yeah, I would love to connect with anyone who wants to grow in their mental fitness this year. Yeah, we're going to include a link to your LinkedIn profile in the show notes so people will be able to go right there, click um, and connect with you. Holly, I, I really want to thank you for just the time that we've been able to spend. Yeah. And before we end the interview, is there anything else you'd like to share or, or are there any questions that you have for me? Ooh, that's a really good thing. Okay. Because I didn't share about this, I'll ask it in the form of a question for you as something I'm curious about you. So I believe in setting A, B, and C goals. I do it for my running. I think in business, it's really important. Your A goal is like, if the stars aligned, this is how what I would want to happen. B is like, if I push a little bit, I, I know I could probably do this. And C is like, if all else fails, <laughs> I hope I at least do this. Um, what would you say your A, B, and C goals are for this year? Maybe for the podcast, just pick a category. Ooh, you know, that's a really interesting question. I don't think of it in terms of A, B, and C. I just pick the big goal yeah. and kind of go for it. You know, one of the goals, in fact, in the past few podcast episodes, I've been talking about my goals and what we're doing. One is we have a family book club where we're going to be reading a physical book every month. I'm also going to be reading an additional book every month just for me. And one of the things that I'm working on there is being able to quantify one thing that I'm learning or applying to my life from each book, right? So I want to make sure that I'm codifying this. Another goal that I have, it sounds really pale in comparison to your uh, goals. But, you know, last year I ran my first 10K. Yeah. So this year I have, I'm going to do a, going to do two 10Ks. And I actually, when I was signing up for the 10K race in April, they have a 20K challenge where you run a virtual 10K the weekend before the actual in-person race. And so the challenge for me was signing up for that 20K challenge. I love it. That is awesome. What a cool uh, event. That's really awesome. Yeah. So I, I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to that. Of course, I have business growth goals in, in yeah. terms of uh, growing the number of clients that I'm able to serve, uh, yeah. revenue goals for what we're working on. And there are, are some podcast goals in there, but most of the podcast goals are really connected with continuing to connect with our community, having more engagement and yeah. being able to continue to provide the content that my listening audience and the engineer your success audience um, can benefit from. That's awesome. I love that. I, I think, I think it's amazing to have, um, a athletic type goal, especially, um, this would probably be a little bonus, uh, content, but if you want to work on your mental fitness, go sign up for a 5k. Yeah. Yes. That'll teach you a lot of things yes. <laughs> about yourself. <laughs> yes. And, and actually when I did the 10k 
last year, I had trained for it. Yeah. But nothing beats the experience when you're there with all of these people. Yeah. Particularly coming out of uh, the COVID era where you haven't been around a lot of people. Right. And you're around all of these people, even though you're outdoors, it's a sea of people that are there. And I mean, right before we're, you know, we're ready to start running. I'm feeling faint. You know, I'm I'm literally, I'm sitting there like, oh my goodness, this is like all of these people. And you know, I'm about to run. And you're right. You have to kind of lean into your mental fitness. Yeah. Make sure that you have the strength and can provide resistance to yeah. be able to move forward. So that was that was a lesson for me. Yeah. Um, and I'm glad I did it. I'm glad you did it too. That's awesome. I'm glad I did it. Well, Holly, I want to thank you again for being a guest on the Engineer Your Success podcast. I am going to end this podcast episode like I end every podcast episode. Many people know what to do. Fewer people know how to do it. And there's a select group of people that have the mental fitness to follow through and actually do it. Holly Reed, I want to thank you for being part of that select few. Thanks for having me. Thank you for listening to Engineer Your Success with Dr. James Bryant. Do me a favor and subscribe to the podcast. Leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or your favorite podcast player. Many people know what to do. Fewer people know how to do it, and a small fraction of people actually do it. I believe that you can have success both in business and in life, and it's my passion to guide you on your path to engineering your success. Thanks. Thanks.